0: I wonder if we can roll this in before we go to Troy Luff. Let's have a listen to this beautiful music on this Saturday morning. Let's play it nice and loud. Sydney, one game away from a grand final. Beautiful. Let's fade that out. Let's go to Troy Luff. Good morning, mate. What a game last night.
1: Oh, good morning. Yes, what a fantastic game. It was such a great <laughs> result. and It was a great game, Like not just because the Swans won, it was a really good game. And uh, certainly, as you said, Swans won one win away from a grand final.
2: Luffy, their ability, the Swans, to smother their opposition, and they've proven to be the best uh, team in the last quarter defensively, they did it again last night, conceding only three points against the Melbourne uh, Melbourne side, who just had no answers.
1: Oh, look, the, the, the tackling pressure is what um, Melbourne actually talked about leading up to the game, saying, "Oh, we need to match the Swans with their tackling pressure." That was, so, I think, they out-tackled them by twenty-five last time, and mm. they brought the game again last night. The Swans eighty-four tackles. To 70, 84 tackles. That's huge nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because just in, in the the pressure aspect of the game, that is not registered. Just the the swans chase, uh, the swans pressure on the ball carriers over and over again. It was it was fantastic. And and the last quarter they turned it up. Like they had it for the whole game, yeah. but they turned it up in the last quarter. And as you said, no, um, Melbourne didn't even score a goal. It was just, it was a fantastic finish off.
2: Luffy, you would have watched it last night, and, and there was a moment where, you know, in that last quarter, uh, it looked for all, you know, the, the Melbourne were going to score a goal, but the chase and the effort, <clears throat> excuse me, chase and the effort from a couple of the Swan, Swans guys to get back there and deny, to deny Melbourne that opportunity just summed up their performance, I guess, not only for that quarter, but probably for the whole game.
1: It was, and that, and I honestly thought that's a goal coming up. But, yeah, they're running yep. into the goal square, open goal. There was, I think Rowbottom was one of them. Robbie Fox was another. Just they chased and harassed McCartan, got a hand on at the right time, and then spoilt the kick. And they smother, the yep. up, had another snap, smothered it again. Uh, and then Dane Rampy comes in, cleans it up. All of a sudden, they're out of it. And it was, it was just amazing pressure. And that was just what the whole uh, night was about for the Swans. And I'm just having a look now at, in the last quarter, uh, Isaac Heaney, Callum Mills had five tackles each. You know, players, if they have five tackles a game nowadays in the AFL is great, but they had five tackles each in the last quarter, you know, just to put the pressure on. And Isaac Heaney didn't have a great game, but to do that in the last quarter, that that helps them win the game. Isn't that
0: amazing? Because you said about Isaac Heaney, I, I was driving home from Sydney after the NRL and I was listening to the AFL call and... The commentators were saying that Buddy had a quiet night. Isaac Heaney was fairly quiet by his lofty standards. So it's the scary thing about Sydney that they find another way, Luffy.
1: Well, Buddy Framing didn't even score. He was well held by Stephen. Stephen May was one of the best players last night by far. Buddy didn't even score. Isaac Heaney's had one goal, but only from eight possessions. Um, there was a lot. Nick Blakey, who would normally see running a lot out of defence, he only had 10 disposals. Sam Reid had, you know, usual quiet game, kicked a couple of goals. So there was a lot of players there that didn't do a lot. And Chad Warner, who, you know, nominated for All-Australian, he only had 13 disposals. So that is scary to know that these players didn't have the greatest games, you know, yet they still won. But then the other side of the coin, players like Tom Hickey, what a great battle it was with Max Gorn last night. They both ended up with 17, 18 disposals. They both kicked goals. It was just—it a great battle, and, and neither player won that battle. It was dead even.
0: Uh, Troy love joining us. AFL legend. We're talking about the great win last night by the Sydney Swans. They're one game away from the AFL Grand Final. One week away from a Grand Final. Luffy, you mentioned about some of the players who had a quiet night. Who did you yep. love last night? Who absolutely brained it, uh, played above expectations? And let's not forget... A lot of this group have never played on a stage like that in their life.
1: No, they haven't. I didn't tell what the official total was, but it was close to 80,000 people, which mm. is a huge crowd um, for the two teams. Um, but with Parker, probably from the word go, he was probably my standout as far as play goes. Not like He ended up with the most possessions, but he also had 11 tackles. And just his in and under, the hard ball gets, he was fantastic. Um, and that was from the word go. That was from the, the first bounce. It wasn't like, wait till the end of the game. He was probably my, my standout player. Kicked a goal as well. Um, I think James Rowbottom, he probably had one of his better games. As well. he, he's improved so much this year, and for a young bloke to stand up in a final, and as we know, a lot of players go missing in finals, he stood up, which, which was uh, amazing for him. It was a great game, and, and he has got a, a long future at the Swan. Well, if you wanted to state the Swan, he's got a long future at the AFL.
0: Yeah, my my son said Thursday night, he said, Dad, Sydney will win the comp. And I thought, that's a bold, big call, because I think a lot of people respect Sydney, but they've taken another massive step forward with that win last night. To go down to the G and get the job done against the reigning Premier, uh, do you feel they can go all the way now? Like, what's your gut feeling, Luffy?
1: Well, they beat them earlier this year at the MCG, and they've now won eight of the last nine against Melbourne at the MCG, so it's not like it was a surprise that they won. Uh, and they've beaten all the top teams. So it's going to come down to who do they play in the grand final if they make No, Like next week's game, um, no, sorry, the, the, the preliminary final is at the SCG, and they haven't had a prelim final at the SCG since 1996, which I was a part back then. And uh, it, it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. They had 48,000, uh, 46,000, sorry, against Collingwood a, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not sure what the capacity is now, but surely it'll be absolutely sold out. for the. I've finals. got to tell you, Luffy, I've got to
2: tell you, I'm, going to, I'm actually going to try and get myself a ticket. Yeah. Right. I want to go down yeah. to that yeah. game and, and take my son down because I just think it's going to be one of those experiences that is it's just going to be amazing.
1: Oh, look, it, it will be a great game. And I, my brother yeah. came down from Nelson Bay to watch the swans Collingwood game, and he just went, wow, this was amazing. But the final is, it's another step up, you know. Um, yeah. And lucky for me that I actually get access to tickets. So, you know, if you if you want to pull some strings there and, and maybe use some of the, uh, is it the Star of the Sea that, you know, you've come <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. in the last couple of years, you know. A little bit of contra.
2: mine. Oh, I like that back-scratching Yeah, thing. yeah and if,
0: yeah. if uh, you can get some for Corey Allen, then maybe I can give you a public speaking session <laughs> with my business, say a few words. Hey, Luffy, I know you hate Collingwood. Hate's a strong word, but we are six hours, 27 minutes and 35 seconds away from the minor premiers, the Cats, up against Collingwood later on today.
1: It's going to be a ripping game, and, and like all arrows pointed to Geelong. Like, the way that they have played in the last... I think it's now 12 in a row they've won, 13 mm. in a row. Their form has been great. They've been able to rest players leading into the finals. They come back with Jeremy Cameron coming back into the side, which is massive. Mick Duncan comes back into the side, which is huge as well. And, you know, Collingwood... I think Collingwood have played above themselves this year. They, they, they didn't expect to be top four. I have no doubt they didn't expect to be top four. But they, they have played so well under pressure... So many players have stood up when need to be. And I think it's going to be a cracking game. But I really, I just can't see Geelong losing. I, I just can't. I, I can't see Geelong not making the grand final, you know. So it will be a, a big game. But I really just do think with, with Jeremy Cameron back in the side, the firepower is too big up forward.
2: And just your thoughts, mate, on Thursday night's game. What a cracker it was. Uh, Brisbane Lions 106, Tigers 104. There was a fair bit of controversy in and around it, mate, but uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on that overturned goal. For me, I can't see conclusive evidence one way or the other to overturn it, but well, each to their own.
1: What you've got to look at is the player's reaction. Now, Tom Lynch kicked the ball, and he looked disappointed straight away. He knew that he, did, he didn't kick it, and even without the conclusive evidence, the ball doesn't look like it goes anywhere near through the goals. You know, I know we haven't got all camera angles, but... If you look at his reaction, the Richmond players' reaction as well, and even the Brisbane Lions' reaction where they were ready to go kick it out, it wasn't a goal. So, you know, it is controversial. It's very hard to see. The goal umpire probably should have called it a behind, then looked at the review. Then it would have stayed behind. Yep. There would have been, no, Damien Hardwick wouldn't have had a whinge about it. Um, it wasn't a goal. You know, you could see it wasn't a goal. If, if it was, Tom Lynch would have been jumping for joy. He wasn't. He knew he'd missed it. So... You know, unfortunately, you know, you, you can't get everything exactly right, even with the best technology in the world. You know, you're talking about a ball that's 20 metres up in the air. Is it going to hit the post when the when it's already above the post? You just don't know. So, but end of yeah. day, it was a great game. It was a fantastic yeah, game. It certainly was. Frickman Lions. I'm glad they won. I I tipped them to win. It was I think 27 lead changes was the most there's been in a, a final for 20 odd years. It was it was a great way to start the finals and. Um, you know, one player that just stood up and impressed me so much was Lockie Neal, 39 disposals in a final when was needed and, you know, he was by far the best player. And the good thing about the forwards for, for Brisbane is they all chipped in. They didn't have massive gains, but Danaher, Hipwood, Cameron, they all kicked goals, like two or three goals, and that's all you need to do. And then Rainer yeah. comes back into the side next week, which is going to be a huge boost as well for the Lions.
0: Yeah, Lockie Neal, what a player. What a player. And, mate, we're just under 10 hours away. Nine hours and 59 minutes from the Dockers and the Western Bulldogs. In a couple of words, who wins that one? The,
1: the Dockers um, have been very good this year, and they're probably unlikely not to get top four. But the Western Bulldogs don't mind going over and playing in Perth. And even though the Dockers will start favourites, I think the Bulldogs have had so much finals experience compared to the Dockers that I think the Bulldogs will overcome, and they will beat the Dockers over there. And I'll get 4-4 with my tips
0: this week. Yeah, thank you (laughs) so so much for your time, mate. Uh, Really appreciate it. Our people will talk to your people about the prelim final in a couple of weeks at the SCG, and we'll talk soon.
1: No worries, guys. Have a great weekend.